Proverbs 22 and verse number 7, Bible says that do the rich rules over the poor. Amen? And the borrower is a servant to the lender. Let's read it together. Ready? Go. The rich rules over the poor. And the borrower is servant to the lender. Read it again. The rich rules over the poor. And read it again. Hallelujah. I thought that God made us in his image and he has set us up to have dominion over the birds of the air, over the creeping things on the, on the land and over the fish in the sea. And he has made Jesus Christ the firstborn of, of, uh, of uh, his covenant and we are partakers of that covenant. So we as Christians are supposed to rule. But the Bible says that not so. The rich rule over the poor. So you realize that now it is finances. Finances actually said it's almost as if it, it, it defeats the word of God. No wonder Jesus said that you cannot serve God and mammon. He didn't say that you cannot serve God and Satan. Which is presupposes that money is even stronger than Satan. To the point that Satan was not mentioned. It's either you are serving God or serving money. And we, if we are going to be honest, all of us in this room, we are, we say we are serving God. But we are all subject to mammon. And we are not free. You see, and one of the things that I realized that Satan uses you see, if you want to see how Satan operates in this area, read the story of Pharaoh and Moses. You will understand what I'm trying to say. That it doesn't matter how hard and how strong Moses came. Pharaoh was adamant that he won't let you go. At the point, Pharaoh decided to negotiate that I'll let you go, but don't go too far. Be close to me so that I can, ha I can get you. In. I'm close to you. I can see what you're doing. If I don't like what you're doing, I can rein you back in. And we see that when Moses tried to leave with the, with the Israelites into the Red Sea, Pharaoh followed them there. And Pharaoh was never, ever satisfied until he was overcome by the water. And he died. In the same way, the way, uh, the only time Satan will leave you in this area is unless you overcome him with the water. Unless you drown him. But this itty bitty, itty bitty type of situation will not leave. You cannot win unless you are drastic. You know, it takes a certain drastic decision to go to the sea. By walking and have one wall of water on this side and another wall of water on that side. It means the thing that chasing you strong. Otherwise, you won't do it. How many of us will you imagine that wall of water on this side, wall of water on that side, and you don't know how long it's going to, the wall is going, and if the wall decides to cave in, you are dead. It means that the thing that is chasing you is strong enough. To make you not think about the war. See, sometimes we joke with money because we don't know the strength it has over us. And the way, sometimes the way uh, Satan does this, this is by using ignorance and using accusation. You know, if you read the story of, of, uh, of uh, Pharaoh and you have the, those his magicians. The magicians were always accusing Moses whatever he did. Because when he did something, they also do a counterfeit. Yeah, and say this one we can do God. it. This God. one we can see. They, yeah. do and then, they also do the same thing. Listen, anything, any miracle you talk about, money can do another one. <laughs> if you do this, money can do it. I don't care what you call miracle. 
If you do the miracle, you turn the rod into a snake. Money will turn what you don't expect into something. All of us, our prayer topic can finish in two seconds with money. Every, every reason to come to church, money can solve it. Are you, are you understanding what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, it's almost as if the, the magicians of Pharaoh are stronger than the miracles that Moses is doing. I don't know whether you're understanding what I'm trying to say. And you see, one of the things the church has been perpetually enslaved is through ignorance. And when we start preaching on something subject like this, which will emancipate, like Moses, emancipate the, the, and bring freedom to the people, it is the same Israelites who will rise up and fight, will fight the, the Moses. And say that we know that you want to lord yourself over us. That is why you are talking, you are saying, you are taking us from enslaving. Have we told you that I want to go? Yeah, we have little and herbs. Our garlic is nice. The debt we have, we like our debt like that. You are preaching. I can tell you, most of us, if money was not a problem, the way we serve God would be different. For most of us, if money was not a problem, I can tell you, listen, your career and all those type of things. Eh? The honest truth is that if your career is on the left and money was no object, you would do your career differently. <laughs> your, your career would be more to make the, establish the kingdom of God on earth. Are you understanding what I'm saying? You, your career won't be money-based. Decision-taking. It will be to, to make more people saved. If money, was if money was not a problem. And I want you to understand that there are some people who are free. Not everybody is in, is in Egypt. See, as the people were in Egypt, there were some people who were free. The Canaanites were free. Nobody was enslaving them. Am I making sense? It's not everybody who is enslaved. Don't be fooled. Ignorance. Hallelujah. No, we all have money problems. No, we don't. No, not everybody is owing. <laughs> have you heard that? Oh, everybody owes. Everybody I'm not the only one who owes. Everybody takes credit. It's not true. <coughs> Hallelujah. Am I making sense? So I, I, I want you to understand that this is one of the most most spiritual topics you can think of. <laughs> Contrary to popular opinion. Because really, you'd be more spiritual if money was not a problem. <laughs> we'll have time to pray for others. See, if we say we are, we are going to camp to go and wait on God for a week, then you see how strong Pharaoh is. Immediately you see that, no, no, Pharaoh is a very strong guy. One, one pastor said to me, how can you gather people for five days? How do you do it? My people won't come. Even one day, they won't come. And pastor said, my people won't come. They have to go to work. And if they don't have to go to work and it's holiday time, they have to take their children on holiday because they are tired. So it's all money related. Because they only have uh, 20 days. So each day is very expensive. Because after 20 days, if you take any other day, they'll deduct it from your money. <laughs> so it's still money related. Even the holidays is money related. If, if it was not, money was not a problem, you can go to your boss and say to your boss, listen, I'm taking three months off. Deduct it from my pay. Do <laughs> that, do that. I'll be back. But you try that and see. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we started talking about a few steps, isn't it? Practical steps that we can take to get out of this Egypt that we are in. And the first one was what? 
Develop a spending plan. Amen. One of the greatest, greatest deception is that every money that comes into your, your, your pocket is yours. To spend it anyhow. Georgina, I'm talking to you. It's, it's a deception that because you have money, you have to spend. The money is not yours. You are a steward. Are you listening to what I'm saying? The money that comes at the end of the week, at the end of the month, you have gone to work and they put it in your account. It's not yours. You're a student, a, a, a steward of it. And I gave you Deuteronomy 8.18. Do you remember? You shall remember the Lord your God for it is he that gives you the ability to create what? Wealth that you may That, remember the Lord your God, that he gives you the ability to, I want, why you give me NLT? I didn't ask for NLT. New King James, please. Unless otherwise stated, give me New King James all the time. That's what I wrote in the book. Unless otherwise stated, it's New King James. <laughs> you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he that gives you the power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which is war, not to you, but to your fathers. Which means that it has nothing to do with you. Even the energy to go and work has been loaned you for the covenant your father had with him. So you're only a custodian. What you have is not yours. That is why when you pay tithe, you acknowledge that what I have in my pocket is not mine. It is yours. It, you gave it to me. So I'm giving, see when you're paying that, you say, I am bringing back what you gave me so that you bless what is left for me. So the 10th blesses the 90. Are you understand what I'm saying? So that, that is the mindset of paying your tithe. Anyone who doesn't pay their tithe thinks that what they have is this. And it means that 100% of what you have is cursed. Are you getting what I'm saying? And people will give you all sorts of, all sorts of scriptures. You know this type of new age type of preaching that Christ has abolished the law. So tithing and everything is nonsense. Every pastor who tells you to tithe is a thief. How many have heard that before? It's a new age concept. And you see, what it does is it keeps us perpetually bound to the God of this world that is Satan with money. Because you begin to worship money. Are you understand what I'm saying? It makes it like money is a taboo when you talk about it in church. And all of us sitting here, even though we are not talking about money, we are controlled by money. The people who are preaching that yeah, Jesus has abolished the law, they have money problems. <laughs> How come Jesus didn't abolish the, the money problems for their, in their lives? Jesus it's a fulfillment of the law. Anytime anybody came and said, oh, the Moses taught us this, but what do you say? He never contradicted what um, had been written. All he tried to, all he did was he expounded on and gave a reason why Moses did what he did or why the law said that. He never ever abolished any law. He fulfilled the law and gave us freedom over the law. But he did not, that doesn't mean you have abolished the law. I, are you understand what I'm saying? If Jesus had abolished giving, he wouldn't have recommend or commended the, the widow that brought the might. He said that this woman is more blessed than the rich people. Because if Jesus was abolishing offering, and I'm, I'm talking about to you because of those new age doctrine that is out there. Some guy saw one of these uh, things that we write, uh, these daily quotations that I write. Some guy, a pastor in this city, decided to insult me on uh, Facebook because of this type of quotation about money. Because it's like, I am a, a thief. I want your money. That's why I'm preaching about tithing. He is church. He doesn't talk about tithe. And he wrote it on. So I was like, 
man of God, so I sent him a private message. I said, man of God, you have just seen a quote. You don't know the context in which the quote was situated. Rather than finding out what the context was, before you comment and make a public show of your stupidity, why don't you find out what from the, from the person or the context, what are you trying to do? Then he went on and said, he's like, when the pastors are afraid of the truth, that is, uh, uh, this guy is an idiot. This guy is not, he's not a student of the word of God. He's a new age student. So I just thought, you know, when you argue with a fool, nobody will know the difference. So I just left him. Are, are you understanding what I'm saying? Part of Satan's enslavement of the modern world is to make money a taboo in the house of God. And most pastors are bound by it, so they don't want to talk about it. Because I don't want you to think that I want your money. But how many know that even when you go to a nightclub, it is your money they are interested in? <laughs> they didn't bring you there for They didn't bring you there because they like you. When you go to the football stadium, it's the money they are interested in. They are not interested in, in it's like you get entertained, we get your money. <laughs> are you with me? And, and, and so I was saying to this, this guy that, so how do you want the gospel to be preached without money? How can we sit here to listen to the gospel if we don't buy a property to sit in? The Bible says, how can they preach if they are not sent? And how can they be sent if there's no means to send them? Today we sent Minister Michael and Kieran to Manchester. If there was no money, how can they go? <laughs> and, and they and went because of the gospel. And book a hall. <laughs> are, are you understanding? All this is, they didn't dash it, them to us. You go and you say, Katodi, Abola, Masai, then it's okay, take it. <laughs> they give you receipt. <laughs> <laughs> and they say, thank you, brother, pastor, for blessing us. And they say, take whatever you want and go. No, that's, no, it's not like that. Are you understanding? And Satan uses some of these things. Oh, it's a free will offering. It's a free will. It's a, even you, when you are being encouraged, see how hard it is for you to release money to give in the, in the offering. And then you say, okay, don't bother giving. Mm. You can give the anything. Day the, free will come, so the day the free will comes. You see that you won't give one pound. <laughs> Hallelujah. We will get there one day where we will never raise money. But we are not there yet. It takes understanding for people to know that they are stewards. You know, some of them, some people, their grace God has given you is the grace of prophecy. And that prophecy is not, prophetic grace is not for you. Because the prophet never gets the word of knowledge for himself. Do you understand? The, the word of knowledge is for the... To, 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 to help the church. Are you with me? There are some people that who have the grace, the same grace as the prophet, they are giving the grace to empower the church, to give money to the church. So every time they are getting a lot of money, and just like a prophet, they also release big, you know, one million, two million, three million, what they get, and it is to help the church. It's the same grace. But because we are afraid as pastors to preach it, that's why we don't have it in church. Because those who have been given that grace, don't even know they have that grace. Because we haven't taught them. We would rather teach people how to become prophets. Yeah. We would teach tongues. people how to uh, uh, become ministers, how to become pastors, how to become evangelists, how to become uh, apostles. We teach all that, but we never teach the grace for help to become a financier of the gospel. Because we are afraid that people point accusing fingers at us. Say, this pastor is a prosperity pastor, preacher. He wants people's money. He's a thief. He's a shal then they call it charlatan. Because nobody wants to be called a charlatan. That grace is dying. But you see, that is Satan's way of keeping us perpetually in Egypt. So the gospel doesn't go anywhere. Do you know that football 
yesterday I was watching a football match and the, the least attended football game yesterday, they had about 4,000, 4, uh, no, 8,000 people. And the, the people were saying that this is the least attended FA Cup. The next one, the next least attended FA Cup game, apart from the 4,000, was the 19,000 game, Arsenal versus uh, Dortmund. And the people were saying that the attendance was very poor. And I was saying to myself, how many churches in the UK on a, on a, 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 a Tuesday evening can gather 19,000 people? And if they ever did 19,000 people, would they call attendance or too poor? <laughs> how do you think that people have come to accept football so much? It is advertisement, which is millions and millions of pounds that is given, that is pushed in. To build stadiums to host 19, yeah, 30, 40, 60,000 people. You see a church, the, the whole church is from this door to this place. And that is all. And it's a big church. It's a very big church. Are you understand what I'm saying? And that is how Satan keeps us perpetually bound. We don't talk about money. We are afraid to talk about money. And so, even the pastors, we don't seek knowledge. And we don't seek God's wisdom in that area. Because we want that. So, that area has become a darkened place. So, even though we are walking in the spiritual freedom, we are walking in the in Holy Ghost fire, we are bound financially. Go to Africa and the third world. There's, the gospel is there, but the gospel can't travel. Because even though the gospel is there, the financial part of the gospel, that is the one that is like the engine that moves the car, has been taken out. So the engine is on. But the car is not going anywhere. It's on neutral. <laughs> Have you seen a car that is, has been put on, but it's not going anywhere? That's how it is. You see, in the olden days when Europe had the gospel, backed by financial wisdom, financial might, they went to Africa, Asia, everywhere. And the gospel was rich everywhere because it took money. You finish school, they employ you. Go and die. Some, some of people came two years and they died. Three years. And when you die, the, your family is taken care of. Your, your parents and everything are paid for. How many, how many churches in the world today have that financial muscle to send young people to go and old people to go? Because that area, the engine that pushes the gospel, Satan has switched that engine off. And he has used us. He has used us. Not unbelievers. Not Pharaoh's uh, magicians. He has used the Israelites. Are you trying to kill us like you killed the other Israelite uh, Egyptian yesterday? Accuse us. We have been used. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? That's why I, I don't normally like to preach on this area. But by the grace of God, God has given you a lot of grace on this area. But I'm always very careful because I know that not all of us are saved in this area. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, the first thing we said was what? Develop a spending plan. Make sure that from today, every money you get, you see, the money is divided into three or four. Part, of, part is for God. Give God's part to him. Part is for you. Take your part. Part is for saving. Save. Part is for investment. Are you with me? So, if you like four quarters, give God, give yourself, give savings, and give investment. So, I'm going to leave God out because I think we have overwritten and overpreached that bit. Okay. The, the next one is saving. 
make sure that you have savings. Life is full of accidentals. Are you with me? How many know accidentals? Unintended accident. The, 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 the oven will just pack up. The microwave will just blow. The, 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 the boiler will just go in the middle of winter when it's snowing. And you, the washing machine will just pour. Uh, you get what I'm saying? There must be a shock absorber in your life, in your life to absorb sudden shock. Somebody can just die. And you are not planning on the person to die. Uh, you get what I'm saying? Even you yourself could be sick. Are you with me? You can be sick for six months and not have work. If you are sick for six months, can you survive? Or you become homeless on top of the sickness? Are you understanding what I'm saying? So there should be enough savings to, to absorb you and do it this way. Absorb you first if you are sitting here and you haven't had any savings, at least if you are to, supposed to be unemployed in the next three months, can you survive? To have an unemployed, unemployed uh, minimum three months. Are you, do, do you understand what I'm saying? Which means that your lifestyle, look at your lifestyle now. Monthly, how much do you spend? So let's say your rent and all your bills and everything, if you put them together, it's 1,500 pounds. It means you have to have 4,500 pounds as your accidentals as we are sitting here. And the next one is that all of us moving forward must have life insurance. Listen, life insurance is only 25 pounds a month or less. It is like paying for a mobile phone. Some of us have two mobile phones, three mobile phones that you pay monthly for. That's their life insurance. <laughs> so use that to buy a life insurance. Life insurance, in case you get sick, that will support you. In case somebody dies, it will support you. In case you lose your job, you'll be supported. Are you with me? So in, in, uh, in, that is in spite of your buffer, your three months buffer. And if you have three months buffer, go to six months. Don't stop at three months. As a church, we have two, two or three years. We have two, three, in three, if the next three years you don't give an offering, this church will still be operating. And it takes wisdom to do that. There are some churches, as soon as one person walks out, the church is closed. <laughs> you all have to go and visit in <laughs> Yeah. And, and, so, and so we can't preach what we want to preach because we are afraid that you will leave. And you see, it, 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 the, the, the modern day Christians, they vote with their feet. If they are not happy with you, they'll go next off. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? So as a church, we have three years. In the next three years, if nobody enters this room, I will still be standing here and preaching to empty chairs and we'll still be comfortable. Hallelujah. Are you getting the wisdom? And see, it's not as if we have more money than anybody else. All it takes is that we, are, we have been disciplined and we have structured our spending to necessities only. Do you understand what I'm saying? So occasionally you buy lollipop and toffee. But lollipop and toffee is not part of normal life. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? I'll come to that. I'll come to that. Don't, don't push me. Don't push me. Are you understanding what I'm saying? And if you have been in this church for a while, you will know. If you want to do something, we wait. We are not in a hurry. We'll be here. We'll be here. We are gathering our money. When our money gets to where it can do the thing, then we do it. Otherwise, you can't push us to do it. Everybody is doing it. Every, we are not everybody. When it is important and we have got the money, we'll do it. If we don't have the money, that's it. That's how your life should be. 
That's the second, the third one. Savings. Save for what you want to do. Do you you understand what I'm saying? You want to get a car, save for the car. You want to go on holiday, save for the holiday. Don't go and use credit card to buy holiday. The credit card is not for you. I'll come to that. I haven't reached that yet. I don't want to rush. How, how many understand what I've said so far? Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you want a new trainer, save for it. You want to get married, save. Never ever get married and after that you are fighting over money to pay for the wedding. Oh, how foolish is that? Me, I'm married in the night. Mine in the evening. Seven o'clock. It was, what, what time was it? Late afternoon. <laughs> it was dark. It was like here. It was November. It was black outside. Nobody does wedding when it's black outside. But my wedding was black outside. Everybody buys a new suit when they are doing wedding. Me, my suit, uh, that room I had three years. The suit I got married in. The green one. I'd had it for about three years. <laughs> I'm married in the same suit that I've been wearing for the last three years. Does that change my, my marital status? <laughs> I've been married 23 years. In the same church, there were people who were married with 15,000, 20,000 debts. The same church we, we got married in. I mean, I think two weeks or three weeks before our wedding, somebody did a wedding. They had 14, seven here, seven there. You know those page? In each one is new suit, new suit, new suit, new suit. So seven new suits for men. Seven new dresses for women. Shoes, new shoes. Me, we didn't have a best man. We didn't have a maid of honor. She got her cream, white, white dress. She got a white dress <laughs> and her, her scarf. Her, her white dress and her brown scarf. Uh, you've got a picture. Okay. <laughs> so, I don't know whether you can see it. You can't see it. You want to put it on the screen. You can't use it. Me, I don't, me, I don't mind. I don't know whether she'll be happy with you or not. I'm trying to teach you something. I'm trying to teach you something. The, the ring I bought, my ring was about 18 pounds. That was my ring. And hers were more expensive, but mine was not. Hers was 100 pounds. Mine, mine was uh, 18 pounds. You can see through it. <laughs> I saw that ring. That ring is at home. One of these is I'll put it on. This is, yeah, this is your original, yeah, this one. 100 pounds, 23 years ago. Mine was 18 pounds. I still have it. I did not spend one pound on drinks or food. My sisters cooked. And the church people bought their drinks and uh, some of the food. That is all. There, there was no uh, drive, you know, that's siren, ping pong, people, there was nothing. I, we, we, I drove in my car. It wasn't a bus, I drove in my car. <laughs> well, I thought you said, well, you caught the bus. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm trying to teach you something. It was not because I couldn't afford it. But for me, it didn't make sense. And thank God I had a wife who was not, is 
it's still not materialistic who always, because the same church that we're always trying to overbeat this one. This one comes with seven. This one has to do 14. This one comes with three. This, this one has to do, and people were competing. And here I was coming with, in the, I won't do it in the morning so that I have to compete. That was my suit. I had it more than uh, whatever. Can you can you see? It was a white dress with the uh, was it? Uh, how much was your dress? Yeah. And my suit, I had had it for a long time. Very comfortable suit. That was it. And you can see it's like all dark. Can you see? No, 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 no. You thought I was lying. No, no, no. No, no. And I made it in such a way that it was Saturday night. Sunday we are coming to church. So not a lot of people will come. <laughs> because the people come in, they are not coming to do anything. They are just coming to eat. <laughs> and increase the expenditure. I don't need them to increase any expenditure for me. Hallelujah. Oh, Pastor Sam, leave, my, leave me. I have, a, I have a lot of things to talk about. My time is even gone. How have you started today's message? I, I, I understand what I'm saying. Does that make me less married? There are people who got married with so much money. I mean, in the same church, within the same, there was a guy who got married, spent over 15000 They were married for how many years? A year or two, and they got divorced in the same church. After spending fifteen thousand, and it was because of money. And they divorced because of money, because they were in debt, serious financial debt. After spending so much money, they were in debt. And within two years, the marriage was finished. We got married Saturday. Sunday went to church. Monday, somebody, somebody paid a honeymoon for us. Gave us hotel in Dorchester, free. That was our, our honeymoon. We, as soon as the honeymoon finished, we went back to work. Hallelujah. Are you understand what I'm saying? See, part of wisdom is to learn when to eat. There's a scripture in uh, uh, Isaiah chapter 1. It says that woe to you. No, Isaiah chapter 2. He says that, woe to you when your princes eat in the morning, their children, lacking understanding. I think Isaiah chapter 2, first two, three verses. Look for it for me. Yeah. Woe to you when you eat too early. Some of us, we are eating too early. You want a certain lifestyle when you have Isaiah chapter 3. Verse 4 says, I will give children to be their princes, and babies shall rule over them, and the people will be oppressed, everyone by another. See, when you have children ruling over you, when you have people who don't have understanding ruling over you, you become broke. When you eat early, you are broke. Are you with me? I mean, you are single. Why do you want to have Four bedroom house by yourself. Money from our pocket. The answer is eating early. I will need a working wardrobe. No, 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 no. The time, the time for working wardrobe hasn't come. When you can rent the three rooms and sleep in one. need a car that befits my status. What status are you talking about? <laughs> I want a black girl. Let me go on before <laughs> I get in trouble. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? Number two step, get out of debt. Okay. Yeah, get out of debt. That's what I wanted to preach today. You didn't even let me go there. My, my, my time has gone. There's a scripture I want you to look at. Um, this scripture is 
uh, Songs of Solomon 2, I think it's 5. Songs of Solomon 2, 5 or something. No, 2.15. No. Yeah. 2.15. Give me the, the message. The message. Songs of Solomon. You must protect me from the foxes. Foxes on the prowl. Foxes who would like nothing better than to go get into flowering gardens. I wish you could give me a picture of a small little fox in a garden. <laughs> Vivid imagination. I wish you can give me a picture of a fox trying to at uh, attack a garden. Beware of the little fo foxes. It is the little foxes that spoil the vine. Beware of the little deaths. It's the little deaths that keeps you perpetually broke. Hello? You know, I did an exercise today for, for this service. And I, the exercise was um, iPhone 11 Plus. Hello? Now, iPhone 11 Pro. 11 Pro is, if you get it on a, um, a deal with a phone, how much do you have to pay? O2 or EE? It's 70. Okay, 70 pounds. It's, it's like 75 pounds. That was what I, I saw today, 75 pounds. And after the 70, you have to put initial deposit of about 200 and something. So 75 pounds, let's make it 60 pounds for the sake of argument. 60 times, and the deal is for 24 months. So 70 times, 60 times 24 is what? No. 70 times 12. 7 times 12 is 890. 840. Eight, sorry, 840 times 2. 1,680 pounds. The phone, you can buy the same phone for 700 pounds, brand new. I'm showing you the little foxes. If you buy the phone for 700 pounds, yeah, keep that. Keep this picture. That's why I like Joel. That's why I like Joel. He will find it. So, have you seen it? Okay. In the garden. Hey, this garden is coming. Everybody, you know, I'm talking to those of us who, and as soon as they release any phone, you want it, you want it, you want it, you want it. I want you to understand something. That if you bought these things, you have bought it three, to almost twice the price. If I more than twice the price. Because the, the tariff you are on, you can be on it same only for about 11 pounds. The same tariff. Are you with me? Which means that you are paying, I mean, if you, if you have this tariff on O2, 71 pounds. If it's on uh, EE, it's 68 pounds. If it's on 3, it's 61 pounds. What I did this morning. Are you, are you with me? So if you use 70 pounds, it's a lot of money. Oh, 70 pounds is nothing. In the grand scheme of my outgoings and expenditure, 70 pounds a month is nothing. Are you getting what I'm saying? But that 70 pounds, I can buy you a house in three years with it. If you give me that 70 pounds a month, I can buy you a house. Trust me, I can buy you a house with it. <laughs> that you can give out and rent and take money. Instead of O2, you give it to O2. O2 give you the money every month. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you understanding what I'm trying to say? Then you go and get, you the same person. You have O2. You have internet. You have sky. Netflix. You have sky. You have Netflix. <laughs> and you have Amazon Prime. You see? And all these things, they are 20 pounds here, 30 pounds here, Spotify, Spotify, $9.99. You put them all together. 
Net, Netflix, nine ninety nine. dollars uh, uh, What do you call it? Sky is like iTunes, four ninety nine or six ninety nine. You add them. The they are little foxes. The foxes they are little foxes, but they are eating your garden away. How many understand what I'm saying? Oh, you can't forget this. They are eating your garden away. <laughs> Then you have this type of, uh, even when you're on your computer, is it Apple, backup, the backup, backup space, backup. something, something. Yeah. You know, the difference between 11, uh, iPhone 11 Pro, uh, 64 gig, and iPhone 11 Pro, 512 gig, the difference between it is about 800 pounds when you're buying. But you see, a phone and having 500, uh, 64, 60 gig on a phone, you will not finish it. You, you understand? It doesn't make sense because the YouTube is always running. So you can listen without downloading it. Are you understanding? It's always, I want the biggest gig. I want the biggest gig. Then you go and buy 800 pounds, it's gone. Somebody can buy a car without 800 pounds, you have added. That's gig. <laughs> it cannot be seen. It is just a gig. <laughs> and you, the same person who wants more gig, you have a, a, a laptop that has a lot of memory, that, a big gig that you haven't even finished using. You can put all the gigs you want inside. <laughs> Oh. Where's the bell? Where is the bell? <laughs> Martina, ring the bell. Martina, ring the bell. Hallelujah. <laughs> How many understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Deliverance. It's like, oh, buy now, pay later. Pay, pay uh, 40 pounds. Zero percent for six months. You go to uh, Caris, you go to uh, PC World. The fridge is two two hundred and forty pounds. They say buy now, pay later. They go, oh yeah, give me on card. Buy now, pay. They know that you will never pay till it's gone past. And when it goes past, the buy now, pay later six months. The interest every day. They calculate interest every day. It is not month. They calculate every day. When it goes past six months and you don't want to pay, they tell you, you can't pay today. No, they'll tell you, you can't pay today. Because on the contract, you haven't read the little contract. If you read the contract, you'd have seen that they will not let you pay because you have to pay on the day. Because we have to collect our interest before you can pay. Otherwise, they'll call it, they'll collect it other way. If you pay now, you have to pay the fine. Because they know. They gave you six months free because they know you are not disciplined. Are you understand? And you see, this system, the system in this country is set up that way. That indiscipline is very expensive. Indiscipline is very expensive. And that's what keeps us in debt. Are you, you know that you have bought a car, you have to buy insurance. If insurance is 800 pounds or 700 pounds a year, when you save 700 pounds, and you buy it on the day, is zero. If you spread it over the year, you are paying uh, 25, uh, you pay 50 pounds every month. You end up paying 1,100 uh, pounds. That means you have paid 800 pounds plus 200 pounds, you have given it to them, you have dashed it to them. Why do you want to dash your 200 pounds away? And don't even come and pay your tithe. <laughs> when you go home, take all those type of uh, uh, the things you pay. You, you know those things you pay monthly, and calculate the interest you are paying on it. You'll be surprised. Don't save when you are in debt. It don't make sense because you are paying more money out than you are saving. So use your money to pay. This is how you kill the, the foxes. You kill the smallest first. The smallest fox you kill first. So Netflix, six ninety nine, dollars uh, $9.99, that's the first fox. Kill it. 
the, 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 what do you call it? Uh, iTunes. Knock that one out. Every song you can get on YouTube. Oh, I don't want the advert. I want the advert. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I want that. No, we don't want to pay anything. I'll take the advert. It doesn't matter. How many are like me? I'll take, I'm very patient. I don't have any problem. It, after, three, after five seconds, you can skip and go back to whatever you are doing. Why do you spend $9.99 every month for a year? $9.99 times 12 is what? 120 pounds. Just because you don't want to five seconds and skip. Ah, come on. Five seconds and skip. I've been skipping all this while. <laughs> and it's not because I can't afford it. But it's necessary. My mother told me something. I'll close with this. I am too poor to buy cheap things. I didn't understand. The t-shirt that you bought in um, you bought in Primark. When you wash it and wear it and wash it and wear it and wash it and wear it, three months is finished. That t-shirt cost 10 pounds. The same t-shirt in Max and Spencer or something, another place is 18 pounds or less. But that can last you three years. In the grand scheme of things, it's cheaper. Do you understand what I'm saying? And, and when somebody sees you going to Max and Spencer, they say, oh, this guy is very rich. That's why they go to buy. No, 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 no. You see, rich people think in di- differently. I don't want too many. I buy quality, not quantity. So you see a rich person doesn't have too many clothes. They have a brand. So you see them, they're always in white and in black or white and jeans or brown. You know, they have a certain style of clothing. And because it is their brand, they only buy like two. See, the white shirt, they have two or three shirts, but their shirts are so quality. They can wear the same shirt for three years. You won't know that it's, it's, it's three years old. It looks brand new. See, if you calculate the number of white shirts you have bought and worn and bought and sold and worn and bought it and thrown away, as against the, the white shirt he's wearing. His, his white shirt is probably 100 pounds, 120 pounds. But that white shirt will go the next three years, four years. Your white shirt, after three months, you have to change it. <laughs> 